I'm very excited about today's call, but before we begin, we have Jesse Ledoux, our queen of coaching with our product of the week. Jesse, tell us about the new product that you've discovered. Stephen, I can honestly say I have never been more excited for a feature on our site, and that's saying something since, you know, I am so partial to the VIP membership component, but this is so much fun. This is the pageant predictions feature on thepageantplanet.com, and it is so easy to get to. Um, You find predictions on our site, you scroll down, um, and you can actually have the final say with your predictions for the winner, the first and second runner up. And the best part of it is there's a leaderboard so you can challenge your friends and your family and see how you stack up against other members of the pageant community. It is like my favorite thing to do. So, okay. So you, you click the, the pageant predictions and then yeah. where, where does that lead you? Does that lead you so, to some sort of calendar? Where does that lead you? Sure. So there's two options once you scroll over that predictions arrow. The first is pageant predictions and the second is leaderboard. That's that scoring component that I, I just talked about where you can see where you stack up against people from all over the world and their predictions. So if you click pageant predictions, it takes you to a portal where you can see all of the pageants that are available to predict right now. So for instance, we have everything from Mrs. Canada Globe to Galaxy England to IJM Arizona. I mean, we're talking international pageant level from every single scope, all sorts of systems. It is so much fun to see different headshots and see the styles of pageantry all across the world and kind of get your pick in there too. So um, bragging rights are on the line here. Okay. And then so you just select like winner and then first runner up and then second runner up and... Super easy. So all the headshots are shown right there on the site and you just have to click which ones you pick in which order. Okay. And so I'm looking at the leaderboard and I'm not breaking any records. Um, I guessed one person, right? I'm currently, my success rate is at a 4%. That's not the best. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, this, I mean, it's a lot of really great information here. And then, so total predictions, what's total predictions and and all that fun stuff and and points one, I mean, walk us through that. Sure. So you can predict as many pageants that are available. So total predictions indicates how many predictions you've actually gone through and clicked and predicted. I won't say guessed because we are some semblance of experts in our own right with our opinions, right? And then the points one is based on the amount of winners and runner-ups you get correctly. Um, so for instance, um, the person in first place right now has um, very a much lower number of total predictions than the person in second place, but her predictions could be yet to come. So you could start really strong and then fizzle out, but you have to stay on top of it. Um, and it is so much fun. And you can kind of pick and choose which you actually do weigh in on yeah it's it's addicting it's addicting well that's a great one that's fun so um thank you and uh until next time (laughs) yes happy predicting welcome to the pageant planet podcast where we help you succeed in pageantry now here's your host Stephen roddy Former Miss International and Pageant Planet's Queen of Coaching, Jesse Ledoux and I are going to cover one potential interview topic this week that is sure to come up inside of your pageant interview. And then we're going to round off the interview with our pageant questions of the week. Let's get started. Jesse, welcome to the call. Hey, Stephen. How are you? Amazing. Okay, so tell us about the f- <laughs> tell us about the first topic that you feel is likely to be asked in interview. 
Well, obviously the hottest topic on all of the newspapers, all of the websites right now is the flub at the Oscars where La La Land was originally announced as the Best Picture Award winner. However, then we come to find out that Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway were handed the wrong envelope. So we are going to talk about today that Oscar mishap. Okay, so what are some of the key facts about this that the girls need to know before walking into the interview room? So the key facts are um, both films were very highly anticipated to do well at the award show, La La Land being the obvious frontrunner, given that it had 14 nominations, something very important to know. Moonlight was kind of a dark horse, so it was winning a tremendous amount of awards throughout the night, but they really weren't favorited. So that's something to keep in mind that Moonlight was the underdog as seen of the um, the overall public. So the next step is Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway, and they're better known as the characters of Bonnie and Clyde. Maybe I'm showing my age there, but that's how they're best known. They were handed the envelope, just like we always see. They're sealed. The nominees are announced. The envelope is opened, and you can see Warren hesitating on the on the broadcast. I don't know who else was watching it live, but raise your hand. I was. Um, and you can see him kind of hesitate. And then Faye kind of thought he was a jokester, took it out of his hand and announced La La Land as the winner. So, oh my gosh, poor La La Land. And all of us pageant people, we know this. We saw it happen at Miss Universe. And La La Land comes out, they do their thank yous. And then the auditors come out and they say, nope, he had the wrong envelope. The winner is Moonlight. So, then, of course, it comes to find out, well, what happened? How were there two envelopes? Because Emma Stone, who was the actual envelope that was read, it was best leading actress. Um, and she had the envelope in her hand. But come to find out, two envelopes are made per category for each side of the stage. So long story short, the stagehand handed Warren Beatty the wrong envelope. And that is the Reader's Digest version. That's amazing. And so... This, like you said, is not new to pageantry. It's happened many times throughout the history of totally. pageantry, but most recently. And I, uh, something happened with Miss Universe, right? They kind of jumped on the bandwagon. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So Miss Universe, um, obviously, we know Steve Harvey read Columbia when it should have been the Philippines. So Jimmy Kimmel was the host, and he actually made a Steve Harvey record. And I don't know about you, but I was like eating my popcorn waiting for Steve Harvey to tweet. And as far as I know, he hasn't responded. But both Pia, Miss Universe um, 2015, I believe her title was, and the Miss Universe organization tweeted out their um, kind of cheeky condolences to the Oscars. So it all came full circle. The pressure is off Steve Harvey. It happens. We get it. Mistakes are made. It's totally normal. Yeah, and I think I, I did see a tweet from Steve Harvey come out, and he said something like, "Hey, call me. I've been there." Like it's just something that was actually that was actually Miss Universe. Miss Universe commented oh. and said, "Hey, Oscars, um, have your people call our people or something silly like that." So they really made light of the situation, but for us pageant folk, we can relate to that situation. And I I keep wondering which would I rather have happened? Would I rather my Miss Universe announcement be wrong or my best? my best picture Oscar be wrong. Um, you know, if it was wrong and I still won, I think I'd be okay either way. Yeah. Well, is that a potential question that you feel like could come up in interview? Like if you had to choose? Well, I, there were three questions that I really thought could come up in pageant interview and I'll go through each one. The first was who's really at fault in the Oscar debacle? Because some could say that Warren Beatty should have really stepped up and said, Hey, I think I have the wrong card. 
Faye Dunaway could have done the same thing. So there's two people that it could have been the stagehand for handing the card to the wrong person um, or saying handing the wrong card off. I mean, that person could be held accountable. Um, there are all sorts of snafus that could have been avoided with double and triple checking, but it's so routine that they don't. So who's at fault in the Oscar mishap could definitely be a pageant question. You could see if your pageant is coming up in the next few weeks. And the second would be, do you think it was planned? That is always something that comes up, especially coming off the heels of Miss Universe. Everybody said because it was four minutes left in the telecast, it was planned. It was for ratings. It was for publicity. Um, so you better be prepared to talk your way out of that question. No matter what you think, maybe you do think it was planned. That's totally fine. But be prepared to back it up. And then lastly, um, just like we just talked about, Stephen, which would you prefer? Or which was worse, the universe mishap or the Oscar mess up? So those are three questions that you may hear in your upcoming pageant interviews. Yeah. And if you're a pageant girl, Miss Universe was definitely worse. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, that was totally worse. Um, okay. What age divisions or systems are most likely to see this particular a topic be brought up in the interview? Sure. I would say teen and up. Um, anything below that, you're really not prepared to be, you're not expected to be held to current events. If you can speak to them in your interviews where it comes to, um, I guess if you're a preteen and you're preparing for your interview, if you get a question about um, an embarrassing moment and you wanted to reference this one in particular, no judge is going to knock you for incorporating current events. In any case, they will boost your score because they know that you are objective and not caught in your own preteen world. Um, so teen and up more likely and systems wise, because this is not a political or a religious question, that's where the line is drawn. Almost all systems can ask quote unquote current events or hot topics as long as they're not controversial. And the Oscars being pop culture, you're pretty much in that safe area of it could potentially be asked. So any system, teen and up. Great. Now, before we go, what were some of the pageant questions um, of the day that we post on Pageant Planet every week um, so for our listeners? And just for you girls listening now, and guys too, um, how this is going to be played out is Jesse's going to read the pageant question of the day that we post Monday through Friday on Pageant Planet and on our Instagram channels and Facebook. And after she reads each question, I'm going to say the word pause. And that's so you will have time to actually pause it on your phones just in case you want to answer it out loud. So Jesse, are you ready with the first question? I am, and I'm going to give a super secret pageant tip, Stephen, if you don't mind. Not at all. So before we go into these questions, when you hit pause, I want you to keep something in mind. And this is my favorite tip and trick for all pageant interviewers, and it's the three-sentence structure. And a lot of contestants tend to default to rambling or they don't know how to wrap up or make a question substantial enough. So think of this. Your first sentence should be your answer. Answer question. First and foremost, every judge hates contestants skate around it. The second is your explanation, why you chose that answer. And your third sentence should be, I call it your X factor. And that is your specific, your detail or story that ties this situation back to you somehow. So that one takes a little bit more creativity. But if you focus on those three key points, you'll have a solid and well-scoring answer. So on that note, the first question we will go through today is, do you believe professional athletes are paid too much? Pause.
Okay. The second question. What is your dream job? Pause. Third question. What is one mistake that could cost a girl the title and how can it be avoided? Pause. Fourth question. Carly Kloss is portrayed as a geisha in Vogue's new issue. Is this culturally insensitive? Pause. Last question. ABC cast its first African-American bachelorette. What message does this send to viewers? Pause. All right. Well, that's a wrap. And Jesse, before they go, can you tell them um, if they wanted to work more with you directly, how and where they should go in order to do that? So there are two fantastic options that we have for anyone looking to either brush up on their pageant skills or a more intensive coaching structure. And all the information can be found on pageantplanet.com slash pageant coaching. Oh, it's pageant backslash pageant slash coaching. So you can find all the information there. Um, you, If you just want to do one um, session or maybe one or two sessions prior to your pageant, we have a la carte options where it's 20-minute sessions. We'll go over any questions you may have, do a little bit of mock interview, a little bit of coaching, mix and match, whatever you think will suit your needs most. My favorite option, though, because I get to know our clients so well and really get behind their journey and make it comprehensive is our VIP membership. And we do have multiple levels based on your needs and how much handholding you really require because everyone is different in their pageant journey. So all of those details are available through our VIP coaching program and portal at pageantplanet.com backslash pageant dash coaching. Thank you, Jesse. Thanks, Stephen. Want to ask your questions to the title holders and professionals we interview? Become a VIP girl today and get unlimited coaching from the pageant planet. Plus, ask as many questions as you'd like for only $47.